0: Again eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board so God made a farmer.
1: My administration will be focused on three very important words: jobs, jobs,
0: jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. and of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary.
1: From this day forward, It's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another.
2: And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And wow, we have uh, the Iowa caucus going on today, so it's an election day. And this could be one of the biggest days uh, so far in the 2024's election season. It probably is because we have everything on the line for our country. It's not fought like with guns and weapons or you know like the the wars that are going on today you know they're they're uh they're much more complicated nothing is what it seems there's a lot of snakes in the pit, a lot of swamp creatures in the swamp and that's what we see it's ne it's never it's never checkers anymore it's chess. You know, like uh, when we won World War II or, you know, we all shook hands and sat on a boat and signed a treaty or whatever. The, The idea is it's not so linear anymore. People aren't wearing uniforms. There was a long, mysterious time when military people had to wear their uniforms and it was a uh, some sort of a Geneva Convention code, and and terrorists came uh, emerged and immersed themselves and morphed them, themselves. It was almost as if everything was special forces. I remember Rumsfeld saying something like that. He wanted more special forces and less army, less military, less tanks. You know, missiles are great, but you know, naval ships we don't need them as much anymore. Now, we're coming coming full circle, we kind of do, but we do need them. But for the most part, you knew who your adversaries were. And people would stand for their convictions and stand up for what they believe. No longer is that the case. Now it's all about deception. You know, and it's very possible that we were being deceived and didn't know it prior to Trump. I mean, Trump is really their worst nightmare. Trump has taken the lid off of the swamp and exposed them. And now they're just hissing and, and, and lashing out. You, you take a look at any one given moment at CNN or MSNBC or even Fox News. and there's a, Fox News is still in the sleight of hand stage. MSNBC and CNN, they have gone off the charts off the hook, you know it's so obvious. You know when they write a, a about a conservative opinion or view about anything that the radical left has put out there, they refer to it as the far far right. And then when you read it, it's like, oh well, the far right supports common sense, like a border security. The far right would well, wants to secure the border. I don't remember when, you know, they refer to the radical left as wanting to open the border. You know, and I don't know any more damage that could be done to our country than opening the border and allowing all these terrorists and drug pushers and and human traffickers into our country. Unchecked, unvetted, unmasked, bringing diseases. And... Now, you know, all these sanctuary city governors and mayors are whining and complaining about their own policy. They can't handle it. It was great for Texas, but it's not great for Chicago, Pritzker. It's not great for New York City, Eric Adams, who are all stomping their feet, making waves, and blaming the wrong person. They're suing the bus companies in New York. They're blaming Abbott. Governor Abbott from Texas, who I really don't trust, but is doing some things, right? I'd rather see Ken Paxton as governor over there in Texas than anyone else. But we have an election on our hands today in Iowa. And the Democrats are fixing to come out in support of Nikki Haley. And they're going to try to disrupt the polls. Because the polls aren't lying. See, that's the one thing I said. I said, one of the problems that they're going to have this election cycle is that the polls are going to be so far off kilter, the independent polls, not the fake polls, but there's going to be these independent polls that, you know, like people were talking about in the old days, when um, you had the Clint- uh, Bill Clinton sleeping with the interns, he did that in his first term, and the Republicans got- went after him real hard. And I think they were, they're, they're, yeah, they were talking about impeachment. Uh, they impeached him or something like that. And they said we're worried about the backlash to this, and. Sure enough, that's sort of what happened. And uh, they couldn't beat Bill Clinton in 96. Why? Because they got Bob Dole out there. Bob Dole war hero. But Bob Dole lost that debate with Clinton when he said, I want a bridge to the past. I understood what he said. And I actually agree with the sentiment. But Bill Clinton, slick willy. Totally owned him on that. Said, "Well, I want bridge to bridge the future. I want bridge to bridge the future. You know, I want to bring America forward." So there it was. Game over. Game set. Match. And uh, you know, but I remember also Gary Hart. I think it was Jennifer Flowers or something like that. She caught on a uh, out out there on the boat, kissing kissing his uh, mistress. That was enough to do him in right there. No, I don't even think he was kissing her. He was just on the boat with her. But that was it. Game over. One blemish blemish and boom, done. There's so much crap going on in D.C. now that we know about. And that's sort of what they're doing with the... um, A lot of people made this argument that said that what they're doing is they're... They're twisting and dumbing down America to where, you know, a twenty-four year old and a sixteen year old get together, it's it's okay. And things like that. Because they knew that the Epstein files were going to come out and somehow they knew that that uh that they wanted to sort of normalize. That ill, that behavior that would never have, you know, never been accepted, otherwise. And I think that's also one of the motivating factors of this sowing the seeds of chaos. What's a man? What's a woman? I mean, when you confuse that, like what's Adam and Eve, you're getting really down to the core basics of reality. And they're what they're doing is testing. Your belief in reality, and then they're doubling down and confusing you. I would say that the pioneer grandfather of that process was Phil Donahue and Marlo Thomas. He married her, right? Um, and uh, they're still they're still together and still alive, um, I believe. But uh, Phil Donahue, back in the day, would have these shows on his daytime talk show where there'd be some, like, serial killer or rapist. And he would peel the onion into their upbringing. What motivated, what was in, what demons were in their head? What caused them to do what they did? And he would peel that onion, and after you were all done with that dissecting of the villain in that case. You're, you're almost left to feel sorry for the villain. Oh, well, he knew not what he do, you know, that kind of thing. But, again, it doesn't change the fact that you can't really plead insanity. There's a lot of people that have it tough growing up. And there's a lot of people that persevere and rise above that. You know, I think what we need to do as people is realize we all have tough times. <clears throat> but everybody doesn't get a trophy. And they indoctrinated that there for a while. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody's a winner. But the best part about sports is winning and losing. When you win, you you win because you, you wanted it's exclusive. There's only one winner. Out of the whole group in the bracket, there's only one winner. That's exclusive. That's an exclusive club. And when you get there, you got there because you worked hard because it was so exclusive. I remember when I got into the internet for the first time ever. And it was in 96. I uh, had a hosting company. And people just thought that the world was going to beat a path to their website. And then when millions of websites came aboard, it was like, okay, now you're one of millions. You're not exclusive. So they would call and ask me, my customers, how can I get more traffic to my website? Well, you got to pay. You still got to take an ad out in the yellow pages and pay but put your website on your on your ad and people will go to your website more but you have to pay because you need to buy exclusivity it's, everything is really crystallized that way everything comes from the same thing but back to politics we are in an election and there's a lot of smoke and mirrors there's a lot of disinformation and what we're not we're not dealing with yesterday's combat today it's so slippery it got slippery with terrorists you didn't know who the villain was you didn't know who blew up the plane you didn't no one would take ownership of anything but now it's the people that you trusted the most like the corporate brands that you actually believe in are literally doing things that will negatively impact your children. Because ultimately, it comes down to that, doesn't it? Our future. It's not just about the battles that we're dealing with right now, the war that we're in. But it's about winning this war for our kids to have a fighting chance. And the future of this country. And today is the start of that day, of, of that mission. And thank God for Donald Trump because he is, the, he is the guy, and I believe it when he says, I am the one standing in their way. What their true target is, is not Donald Trump. Their true target is You. And Donald Trump is standing in the way, and people like, you're not going to believe it when I say this, but people like Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, at this point, you don't know who to trust, do you? He says so many things that are so wonderful. I can remember in 2004 when Barack Obama said wonderful things. And I thought, wow, he's a good-looking black guy. That would be great for the country. I don't know who he is. I never heard of him before. But I like that whole part about when he said, we're not the blue states or the red states, we're the United States of America. Then you started to find out little bits bits and pieces about him, and you realized he was radical. Now, looking back, I mean, no, we know now, a lot of people don't give Barack Obama credit enough for being the worst thing that's ever happened to America. It's not even Joe Biden. Joe Biden is Joe Biden because of Barack Obama. He's the puppet master. And Hillary Clinton would have been that puppet, uh, puppet to the puppet master. Donald Trump really set them back. And we need Donald Trump to set them back one more time, but this time scorched earth style. You know, like what Millay is doing in Argentina. Elections have consequences, but elections can really change the course of history in more ways than we can even imagine. And so today is the day when Iowans get out. We have to be aware of the dirty tricks that Democrats are going to play because they can't defend the last three years. They can't defend Joe Biden. They can't do that. And what I was saying about the polls is when you have a poll that says Trump sh- Trump's 20 points ahead in Michigan and, and 30 points ahead in Pennsylvania, where Biden seems to be going back to and thinking that's the one state he needs to hold, but The thing is about this whole thing is that if you got a poll that you're going into election day, like like Trump is today, he's going into, he's like 40 points up in Iowa. Somehow, if Nikki Haley were to win, you know that the fix was in. You know that something else happened. That's not the will of the people, that there was trickery involved. And our elections should never, ever be that way. It should be the wills, not dirty tricks. Right? So that's what I want to say about that. And the same thing is true in the general election. And I'm going to read to you some polls right now. So Trump is trending upward, and he is way up over DeSantis and Haley in a Fox News poll, where DeSantis still has the lead on Haley. And uh, there's I've watched some analysis on this, too. And it's strange because Haley's dislikes, uh, the unlikable, is almost even with her likable. And with Trump, that's flipped upside down since the last time. Also, Trump has a lead that that, that the Moines Register has never seen before, meaning he's broken all kinds of records. A lot of records being broken in Iowa, by the way, today. It's the coldest caucus on record. How's that for the global warming, huh? You got people that couldn't get to COP twenty eight because of their planes were frozen on the tarmac in Europe. How about this one, Davos? People are struggling to get to Davos. It's so cold. So Iowa's freezing. The coldest caucus in the history of Iowa caucuses is today. So where's the global warming? I thought that CO2 emissions were causing the temperatures to rise and we were going to be underwater because of all this ice caps melting. They're full of it. We all know what the globalists are doing, and we all know this is a race against globalists versus nationalists. We all know that this is about populism and nationalism, where the people get to choose and the people have the power. Globalists want it the other way around. They think they know best what's good for you, that you're not smart enough to know what's good for you or your children. And that they want the teachers to groom your children. They want uh, to regulate your entire life, every aspect of your life. Whether it's your money, your food. And that's what they're going after now, is they're going after your food and money. Those Those are the two holy grails of control. Because people, they know, aren't buying the climate they and they and and there's also talk of a, a what is it a pandemic X or something there's an X there's an X variable coming down the pike for a new pandemic that's going to be worse than the first they're also preparing for cardiac that's going to, uh, this this pandemic is going to be cardiac related how convenient right they put out a vaccine that causes cardiac and then Pfizer goes out and spends billions on a company that has a patent on myocarditis and other cardiac problems and and then next thing you know there's going to be another pandemic that's going to make Pfizer even more rich which is going to basically usurp money, power and influence from the middle class And give seed control to the WHO and allow the money to roll into the World Economic Forum and all the BlackRock companies. It's crazy. So Trump is way up above DeSantis and Haley. And Vivek is still scraping on the bottom. Uh, He's worked hard, Vivek. And he said so many great things. I've played so many of his clips. I love what he has to say. Does he believe it? So, Rasmussen has Trump leading Biden 49% to 41% in a hypothetical presidential rematch. 49, that's an eight-point lead. That's going to change as Joe Biden's approval rating has dropped to 33% in the latest poll. Infl- why not, right? We're heading into another war with the Houthis in Yemen. We're financing another war in the Middle East with Israel and Hamas. We're financing a war in Ukraine against Russia. And we got China breathing at the heels of Taiwan. Inflation in December, 3.4%. It's going up. Inflation under Biden They want that to be 2%, by the way. Inflation under Biden administration, January 21 to December 2023. Overall inflation was 17.6%. All food, 33.7%. All shelter, 18.7%. All energy, 32.8%. That's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. (laughs) Joe Biden controls the government. That's the government. And they're saying that food has gone up 33.7%. Shelter has gone up 18.7%. And energy, 32.8%. Can you believe it? They average it out at 17.6%, but inflation is still inflation. We can't sustain this. And Joe Biden's approval rating hits lowest level at 33% with a disapproval rating of 58%. That's according to a NBC News Ipsos poll. All right, so I want to switch gears and I want to get to this point about Vivek. Vivek started his campaign. uh, This is according to Donald Trump today. He truth this out. Actually, no, he said this two days ago. Vivek started, started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations, in quotes, etc. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly, but a very... I uh, vote, vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Vivek is not MAGA. The Biden indictments against political opponents will never be allowed in this country. They are already beginning to fall. All right. So here's the deal on that. So Christie gets out of the race, right? Christie's out. And where does his supporters go? His supporters go to Vivek, right? So that gave, uh, no, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Christie's supporters go to Nikki, right? So that's why Nikki got a little boost. Because Christie stepped aside and Chris uh, and, and uh, Nikki got a boost. And so now Nikki's in second place thanks to Chris Christie. Who basically doesn't want wants to do everything he can to help, uh, help block Trump from getting the nomination or the election win the election. All right, so that's the, that's fine, that's been done before, and that's not evil. That's just stupid, because anybody that can't see what Trump's about at this point is got to screw loose. Because they got to think about the bigger picture, not the, not the micro, uh, what do you call that? Micro, uh, micro, dis, micro, uh, distortions or something like that. But my, no, it's, it's the bigger picture is what you need to look at when you look at someone like Donald Trump. Micro aggressions. That was the word I was looking for, but yeah. Um, so, Christie steps aside. Nikki gets the Christie's votes boost, right? Because they both sort of hate Trump. I don't know why. And then you got Vivek and, and uh, DeSantis, DeSantis, right? Well, where do you think their votes are pulling from? They're pulling from Trump. So Trump right now is bleeding uh, and he's still at sixty percent or something like that, but he's he's being hurt by Desantis, who is a Ryan, Paul Rhino, a Paul Ryan Rhino, and Vivek, who actually had ties with the World Economic Forum, and uh, was in the biotech world, and he made millions, if not more, and. It's got super rich off of biotech. So I don't know what to make of Vivek. I I like what he has to say, but I don't know that I trust him. Right. And then I heard him over the weekend and uh, some things that he said were just a little a little disturbing. So that's that's what I wanted to uh, try to find here. Incidentally, uh, while I'm looking for this uh, audio, uh, the Dutch, the De- Denmark just got a new king. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting. I watched that live just by chance on YouTube because <laughs> I watch YouTube more than I watch Fox. And uh, it was quite interesting. Uh, the thing I took around, they, were, they had this camera floating around Denmark or Copenhagen, and there was, I didn't see one person of color, not one, and there was like 100,000 people there, and uh, I mean, the streets, the whole town was filled, the streets were full, and you know what was amazing about their homogeny is it looked like they had no crime. People were waving at the cameras, and they didn't have any gates lined up along the corridor of where the horses were going to pull the carriage and things like that. And these cars driving by, they didn't have any fencing whatsoever, none, because nobody was ever going to step out of line because their, their crime rate is so low, but they're not dealing with multiculturalism like we are. They're not dealing with, uh, like, uh, a variety of socioeconomic problems that you get with multiculturalism. That's why multiculturalism, it's great. It does, I think, make people better. And I think that Denmark doesn't even know probably how discriminating or intolerant they are. They're very, very far left, by the way. Denmark is a very, very liberal state. A liberal country. And the the people that were there were probably really liberal, but they don't understand when they badmouth America and talk about the crime in America, they don't realize what we have to deal with here. And part of it is good. Dealing with challenges is good. But there comes a breaking point when there's too much challenge. Like opening the borders and flooding us with people from all over the world that are coming out of their prisons. These are not people that are leaving comfortable homes. They're leaving by because they were let out of prison and told to get the hell out of their country. And they're going to our country. And do you think they're going to change? Do you think they're the smartest and brightest? They're not sending us their best. You know who said that? Donald Trump in 2015 when he rode down the escalator. We should have listened to him. So... All right, so I'm going to get to this uh, audio here. I want you to hear this. Let's take a listen.
1: Here's the hard truth, and nobody seems to want to acknowledge it, but it's what's happening in plain sight, and I'm going to ask you to open your eyes. They want to narrow this down to a two-horse race between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, a puppet who they can control. Then they want to eliminate Donald Trump this spring or whenever it is and trot their puppet into the White House. It's hiding in plain sight. We're not gonna look back a year from now and say, oh, we were shocked that that happened. I think we're gonna look back a year from now and say, how could we not see that happening when every clue was hiding in plain sight? They're selling us the rope today that they're gonna use to hang us tomorrow. And we have an obligation to this country to make sure that doesn't happen. I'm in this race because we have a duty to this country and the America First Movement to make sure this lives on no matter what. It didn't start in 2016. It started in 1776, and the system has made clear they're gonna now stop at nothing, and I mean nothing. To keep Donald J. Trump out of office, I have pushed back against this at every step. I've filed FOIA demands against the Biden administration. What did Biden and Merrick Garland tell Jack Smith in those federal prosecutions? This week, I filed a Supreme Court brief laying out what I view as the best legal argument that the Supreme Court does need to hear in order to overturn Colorado's disastrous ruling. I've pushed back against this at every step. I'm the only candidate who has said, I would remove myself from Maine and Colorado's ballots if they eliminate Trump. And I've called on every other Republican to do the same thing because that's how we protect ourselves against this <laughs> election interference. But at a certain point, we have to open our eyes and see the hard truth. And yes, our duty is to this country, It's all I'm asking is to open your eyes, see the plot. It's staring us in the face. It's a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes the truth hurts and we have to open our eyes to see it.
2: That's pretty slick, isn't it? But you get to see that a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side because Vivek has no chance of winning. Again, I'm going to read this truth again. Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly, but a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. And I'll, I'll add to that, that uh, as soon as Trump wins Iowa, if he went, depending on how he wins... If he wins in a landslide, and then he goes to New Hampshire and wins that in a landslide. And the interesting thing about Chris Christie's pulling out is you notice he didn't endorse Nikki. And he didn't endorse Nikki. You know why? Because that would help her not only in Iowa and uh, in New Hampshire— but heading into South Carolina, which actually they go to Nevada, then South Carolina. I think Trump's up 90% or something in Nevada. But they go to South Carolina, where he's going to surely have Lindsey Graham on his, you know, uh, uh, Donald Trump's going to get Lindsey Graham support, which I'm not a fan of Lindsey Graham at all. But politics makes strange fellows. But when they go to, you know, where Nikki was a governor... And and loved in South Carolina. Again, South Carolinians, I don't know what they're voting for down there. But um, when they go there, a Chris Christie endorsement would kill her because they can't stand Chris Christie in South Carolina. That's the problem. So that's kind of interesting in and of itself, right? All right, so you just heard Vivek there, and and then I want you to hear this. I said it's time for Vivek and DeSantis to su- su- suspend their campaigns and endorse Donald Trump. The American First plank on the Republican Party should not. Uh, uh, the American First plank of the Republican Party should not divide their votes three ways and unify. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time. Let's take a listen to this uh, Obama, um, the vague comparison. Or Republican ideas. These are
1: not Democrat ideas or Republican ideas. This
2: is an American idea.
1: These are fundamentally American ideals. Imagine they were driving a car and and they, they drove it into the ditch. If somebody has repeatedly crashed your car, you can't have the keys back. Do you want to turn over the keys to the same people who crashed it? You said Russia in the 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. The Cold War has been over for 20 years. It fell back in 1990. A skinny guy with a funny name. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? But they sense deep in their bones. I believe deep in my bones. E pluribus pluribus unum. unum. Out of many, many, one. We are one people. I have a dream
2: that we can be one people again (laughs) that's all did you get all that did you get that yeah man I don't know that scares me what's this you have oh
3: WHO in Geneva
2: okay I I just wasn't sure what that was (laughs) sorry about that Um, oh here's Joe Biden would you call the situation on the southern border a crisis? No, he says. Let's take a listen. Mr. President, would you call the situation on the southern border a crisis? No, but I would say it would react. I, I've been pushing them, my like the Republican colleagues. So he's blaming the Republicans for not funding uh, a fast track to citizenship. <laughs> you can't make this up. Um. All right, so I got I got some more, just a little bit more with Vivek, and then I have this clip I want to play. I have a bunch of audio clips. Let's see, and I didn't I didn't, uh, I ran out of time preparing for today's show. Like in, in terms of, I got the content that I wanted, but I didn't queue it up the way I wanted um, because uh, I couldn't stop time. Uh, Trump on Biden's defense secretary Lloyd Austin. Fell, oh, yeah. He, Trump spoke about Lloyd Austin. That's another story for another day. Um, we can go on with all these stories. But um, the Vivek thing, though, is kind of important because today's today's that I want you to take a listen to this this particular clip.
4: So it might be time to talk about presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. I recently seen somebody I really like. Endorse him. And I have to admit that I like him. He says all the right things. But that always makes me very weary. And one of the things that kept me from supporting him was that he reminded me so much of Obama. who was a smooth talker that told the American people exactly what they wanted to hear. Got it?
2: By the way, this guy that's speaking, is narrating, is, is black. So, yeah, naturally, he really was a big Obama fan
4: in office and became the complete opposite now before we go deeper into this topic i want people to know that i'm not against vivek I'm not against trump i'm not against desantis i think either one of them is 100 percent better than what we have now in biden with that being said i want to show you guys something that nobody's talking about and it's part of vivek's history in the pharmaceutical industry and it's pretty disturbing check this out we own
1: global rights to a drug that has already demonstrated in a large phase 2b study efficacy on the two parameters that the FDA has historically required for new Alzheimer's disease drugs.
3: After working at a hedge fund for a while, Vivek made his big money in the biotech space. Vivek had a company called Axavant that was incorporated in Bermuda, but was pushing a drug called RVT-101 that was supposed to help slow the effects of Alzheimer's. But where exactly did this awesome new drug come from? he actually purchased the rights to it from a bigger company, GlaxoSmithKline, for just $5 million. But wait, hold up. If this drug does what they say it does, why would GlaxoSmithKline sell it for just $5 million when they could make billions? Well, it's because they had pretty much given up on the drug after it failed not one, not two, not three, but four clinical trials. Because what Vivek did is he took one of those failed clinical trials, put his mom on the research team, who is a doctor, but was also on the board and had stock options in the company. And they took some people out, reworked a couple things, finagled a couple others. And all of a sudden, that failed clinical trial was now a clinical trial that showed significant improvement. Just like that. Overnight, You then, of course, rename the drug, and now you have a promising new drug and a finangled phase two clinical trial that you can cherry pick a few lines from. You then go on CNBC and talk about the unlimited potential that this company has. Then all you got to do is file for your IPO and watch the money roll in. Even though before the company itself actually makes any money, you've got to pass phase three clinical trials, but more on that in a second. And when they eventually did do their IPO, it was the biggest biotech IPO ever. The stock doubled on the first day, and eventually it went from $15 all the way up to $50 based on a hope, a prayer, and Vivek's salesmanship. But then after the stock shot up and enough time had passed so Vivek's family and rich friends could sell off their shares, it was then finally time to do stage three trials. And surprise, surprise... It completely flopped, which caused the stock to drop 99% in one trading day because it was now a worthless stock. But he had always known it was a worthless stock. And if you do know anything about the stock market, you're probably asking yourself, why does a company called Axavan have a ticker CO gene therapies? Well, that's because after the stock completely tanked, he changed the name because he wanted to make it harder for people to find his pump and dump company. So to recap, the guy that wants to be your president made his fortune by buying a drug that he knew was garbage, super cheap, then using one of the trials that proved it was garbage, having his mom rearrange a few things he then went out into the media and sold it as the next great american company and then some poor schmuck that happened to be watching cnbc that day invested in his company and in one trading day lost everything
4: now that's pretty sketchy to say the least and i'm wondering why nobody's calling him out on it he's been on all these different shows and nobody's bringing it up. Or maybe they have and I just missed it. It's possible. If I was going to vote for somebody like this, I would need him to explain all of that to me. And going back to the Obama thing, what about these videos?
3: There's never been a Democratic or Republican idea. These are not Democrat ideas or Republican ideas. This is an American idea. These are fundamentally American ideals.
4: Imagine they were driving a car they, they, they drove it into the ditch. If somebody has repeatedly crashed your car, you can't have the keys back. Do you want to turn over the keys to the same people who crashed it? That's a skinny guy you a yeah, there's that. And then there are videos where he's telling Trump supporters to vote for him because it's the best thing for Trump and America. I'm emotional, I'm emotional about this country. I need your support on Monday night.
1: If you do this, I'm going to do my part. Okay, you're, you're picking at my shell. You are. Yeah. But, you know, I've got It's about this country. It's about this country. You want to save, you want to save Trump, you vote for me. I'm telling you, that.
2: You, a- you want to save Trump, vote you're for me. Ledger, no,
1: but you're sending him to his own demise. You're falling into the trap that not only a country's falling into that he's falling. You want to save Trump, you vote for me. I need your support of the Iowa Congress. That's a good argument. That's it's, a good argument. argument. it's not an argument, it's the truth. Do the right thing for me and for this
4: country. That's what I'm asking you for. I will consider. Seems kind of manipulative. Anyways, these are some of the things I have concerns about. Like I said, the guy says all the right things, and I can see why so many people are starting to support him. I also love almost all of the policies he's saying he would implement as president. The question is, is he somebody that can be trusted to keep his word and not turn his back on the American people? I don't know the answer to that question, but I wanted to present this stuff so you'd have more information.
2: So that's good stuff, right? Uh, that's interesting. interesting. So it's it's a very interesting thing. This is that last part that uh, you heard, that he was so manipulative Wait, of just, this I'm woman.
4: They are. they are. And they will of
1: stop at you. nothing, but we're not going to let him get away with it. I've got fresh That's legs. I'm not wounded. And they're not going to let this man do it.
4: You know, when you this said eliminate, that gave me a chill. But because I'm scared because of you
1: think it's false or because you think it's true? I think it's true.
4: I think they will stop at it nothing is, to stop them.
1: Stop trouble. I I, it's sad, but it's the truth. It's the sad, but it's the truth. So I'm but asking you to do your part, and we're going to
2: So Vivek is actually playing to this woman, basically saying, one way or the other, they're going to either kill him, they're going to d- incarcerate him, they're going to get him. So we're going to pick a nominee. We're going to nominate a guy that's going to end up behind bars or assassinated, is what Vivek is saying to this woman, he's saying it to more than just this woman. And he's saying, vote for me and I will pardon Trump. But if you vote for Trump, here's the thing. Today's the Iowa caucus. If you vote for Trump, guess what? He wins Iowa, New Hampshire in a landslide. America's voice will have spoken. And it will wake up everybody and tell everybody, no, you cannot attack this man. I mean, in Georgia, Fannie Willis and her lover is beating herself. And Jack Smith isn't getting past the Supreme Court delays. And President Trump is going to get in to the White House and pardon himself. I mean, he could pardon himself. From all these political witch hunts and shenanigans. He broken no crime. And most of everything that he's dealing with is civil anyway. He can't go to jail. So, but they're going after him because they want to, you know, uh, preoccup- to take his money and preoccupy his time and, and distract him because they can't beat him directly. So that's what they're doing there you know they're they're basically going after them in every way shape and form because somehow that will distract them and that's not that's we we we're, we're in a if that's the case and it is the case we're living in a banana republic and that's what they're out for that's what they're trying to do um all right so I have this uh oh there's so much so much stuff that I wanted to cover today. All right, so I have this clip from uh Don Jr that I I need to share with you. Now I shared a part of it last week. But this this part here uh I'm going to pick up where we left off because we didn't have time to really play it out. But let's take a take a listen to this.
0: A very political opponent would be wrong, but he's not going to say that. That would stand in the way of his ambition. They'll destroy your country to further their own goals and agendas. They couldn't care less. Again, that was evidenced by the call to Chris Christie yesterday. They're doing these things repeatedly. You notice the patterns, right? Ron did the, no, 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 we really shouldn't get a war uh, in Ukraine, Tucker Carlson. The next day, one of the billionaire donors calls. I have changed my mind entirely on this issue. They're beholden. The billionaire donors, the same people that shipped your American dream abroad and to countries that hate your guts, they want a candidate that when they call, jump. Yes, sir, how high? Right? They'll, they'll, oh yeah, we're America first. Unless we can save half a cent on a widget. If they can save that half a cent, your jobs are gone abroad. Right? Nikki Haley was wonderful on the board of Boeing. How's Boeing doing these days? Like I, doors are falling off planes mid-flight because that same consultant class that doesn't actually know anything about airplanes
2: because of DEI. Told
0: them, "Hey, you can save that 2 cents on the plane if you, you know, ship the jobs to China or India." Or have some engineer who's never actually built a plane tell you how to value engineer something. And then we're shocked when, a couple years later, doors are falling off planes in mid flights, planes are dropping out of the air. You know, you combine that with what you see with, you know, DEI hiring practices. I don't know about you guys, but I'd like a pilot that actually knows how to fly the plane. Doesn't seem unreasonable. And yet these days, that, you know, that's sacrilegious. You've seen what's going on at What we once thought, one of them was my alma mater, you know, in universities, you had Harvard, MIT, Penn, now uh, Johns Hopkins, you know, something that if you did, you'd be thrown out on your butts in about two seconds. But if they're installed puppet leaders, well, well, you can plagiarize, you can, you know, sort of support Hamas in the mass murder and rape of young women and girls in the streets of Israel, that's fine. It's, it's different. It's not a violation of our policies when it's one of our puppets. So, what's going on in America today. The Democrats love to go around and say, hey, the Repo- they're fascist. They're fascist. I'm like, I don't know. I don't see any Republicans out there trying to jail their political opposition. You know? Think what well, they want to put my father away. What is it, a thousand years? I may have. He's a young and vibrant man. You see that. You saw it in the town hall last night. A lot of energy. A thousand years is a long time. For what? A fake insurrection? Like, like, literally, just so we understand, the first unarmed insurrection in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, we're innovative. We're good at stuff. But, like, I promise you, like, you know, the most heavily armed population in the world, if it was a real excellent you know, insurrection, isn't showing up that way. It's the first insurrection where the tour guides, feds, you know, or other people working in there were actually armed, but the apparent insurrectionists were not, and we're led to believe that this is all the gospel, right? The media tells you this. Oh my God, you have CNN reporters as recently as what a couple days ago, crying. Thank you for. I mean, it, we're living a joke, right? It's I mean, it's literally a caricature of itself, but that's exactly what's going on in all of this. They're going after Trump because they understand Trump is the only guy that has the guts to stand up to this. The only guy that's going to call it out. The only guy that's not beholden to the puppet masters. And that's why they're going after him so much harder. And that's why, by the way, it's not just the Democrats. It's also the Republicans. Because guess what? There's been no consequences for Republicans when they fail miserably. There's no accountability. You know, they get the same board seat that the woke general gets for failing. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. And that's why this Monday is so critical. Hey, we just have to send a message. I understand it's going to be minus four, but if I can get my Florida butt back up here, I, I have gotten significantly softer living in Florida as it, when it comes to being minus four. Right? There was a time I could handle this. I was, I'm a big outdoorsman, you know. You live in Florida. Now, I can also deal with like 120 with 4,000% humidity. It's a little different, right? You, your body acclimates. It's probably age two, I, though I don't admit that lightly. If I can get back up here, everyone can get back up here. We can get out. We can participate in the caucus process. Don't forget, like, just like every other aspect of this thing for the last few years feels like it's been a psyop because it has, you know, they're trying to get you to have that apathy. They're trying to get you to sit up. You know, Donald Trump is winning by 7,462 points. You should stay home. That's what they're trying to do. Because they want to say, when you win by even a large margin, they'll say, see, the walls are closing in. There's blood in the water. You know, the deep state's preferred candidate in the billionaire donor class, Nikki Haley, is surging rapidly. Well, because everyone's like, ah, oh, we're winning by so much. We're sat at home. Like, why would you go It's It's minus four. Don't think that way. Again, as evidenced by the call with Chris Christie and Ron DeSantis yesterday and Nikki Haley, right? They're working at this point for the Democrats. They're working for the D.C. insiders. They want you to stay home so they can drag that out, so the consultant class can say, no, 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 we should fight this primary for another six months so that we can take, what was it, what did Jeff Roe take from Ron DeSantis, about 68% of every dollar raised in $200 million Super PAC, so we can keep enriching ourselves. That's how it works. That's the game. And Trump's exposed it. And that's why they're never going to stop. So, you know, I just want to thank all of you guys in this. I get it, man. It's, it's, it's been brutal. I, I can promise you no one probably understands that uh, better than me other than perhaps my father. But what we're fighting for is worth it. Uh, what, what we're trying to gain back is worth it. Uh, when you look at what my father was able to accomplish when he was in charge, it's astounding. But it's more astounding when you actually realize what he was actually up against. You know, the Republicans weren't with him. Ray Paul Ryan shut down the wall. What could go wrong? Now we have, you know, fifteen thousand people coming across a day. We're throwing kids out of their high schools so we can house illegal immigrants. You, by the way, the American taxpayer, have the privilege of paying for that. It's not just you. It's not just you paying for you and your kids and your grandkids and trying to give them something. You have the privilege of paying for now millions of more people coming here illegally.
2: He gets it. It's, it's a, it was a longer piece. I really wanted to play more of that. Um, we're out of time, though. Um, I'll do a better job in organizing this show. Today was a little bit unorganized. But uh, in any case, he gets into like talking about how expensive McDonald's is and some other things. It, it's quite interesting. Uh, this just such a sincere approach to it wasn't reading off of a teleprompter. He was giving it from his heart. And uh, it was a great speech. Maybe we'll play another, the other part of it tomorrow. Um, but I want to thank everybody today for uh, tuning into The Scott Adams Show. Be sure to check out org and make a donation if you can to uh, keep The Scott Adams Show commercial free. Use Red State over at mypillow.com. And we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody.